I used to, and still occasionally do, work as a food delivery driver for my dad's Thai food restaurant. If I can remember correctly, the night I'm about to describe happened no more than a year ago, but I can't be sure on a date, or even the season it was in. The restaurant I delivered for is very popular, but only to a smaller crowd, and the surrounding area average sized two or three towns. It was Thursday, and the amount of deliveries on a Thursday night were always very small. I had a delivery to a house about five miles away, on this deeply wooded back road which I had delivered to before. The road was so dark at night, that when you turned your headlights off driving down it, you were blind. There was not a streetlight for at least a couple miles, and the house I needed to bring this food to had to be the most secluded house in the whole town. Not secluded as in no neighbors or buildings around it secluded, but secluded as in no one can be living there secluded. When I started driving there, the sun was about to start setting. The food was in the back, everything was normal, and I was listening to music. The five-mile drive was quick, but when I got there, I noticed the receipt on the bag of food I was supposed to deliver read the number of the house that didn't exist on the road. The number was pretty similar to the house I had in mind, the secluded, abandoned-looking house that I had delivered to before. I assumed that the phone girl must have wrote the wrong number at the front desk, because she did that a lot, and I know this was the house that called. As I pulled in the driveway, I noticed the sun was at the point of setting. Probably ten or so minutes until it got terrifyingly dark to be in the middle of the woods. There was still some light left, and I had the headlights on bright so it wasn't as creepy. I took the bag of food and went to the front door, knocked a few times and waited about a minute, knocked again and waited about twenty seconds. I decided to go to the back porch, since that's where everybody was when I delivered last time. I knocked loud. No answer. Figured maybe I do have the wrong house after all. So I went back to the car with the food and decided to call the phone number on the receipt. Dialed it up and let it ring. No answer. Then I decided to call my dad, who is the owner, to ask him if I was at the wrong house or if I was given the wrong phone number because these people were obviously not home. I was the only car on the driveway. As I'm looking for my dad's contact number in my phone, a blocked caller comes across my screen. Answer or decline. I answered my phone, not even feeling the slightest bit creeped out. Yet. I put the phone up to my ear. Hello? Hello, you just called me? Mike? Kid you not, in the deepest, weirdest, most authentic sounding voice I've ever heard, it was clearly a man on the other line, with a distinctive accent like nothing anyone could just make up that I know. It was... foreign. And there wasn't anyone I called recently. I had been working. For the past two and a half hours. My name wouldn't be able to show up on someone's caller ID anyway because I was on my mom's phone plan. Yes. Did you order Thai food? I'm here now. No. I didn't. And they hung up. What the hell? Why doesn't this man want his food? What's going on? How could he know my name? Block number? Why? So I called my dad, sitting in the driveway, sun just about to set. He told me he would have to call them and call me back. Okay. I waited. He called me back really quick and told me that he would be right out to get their food. I was at the right house. I asked my dad and I had even called the right number. The most normal looking man walks outside the front door and I gave him his food. Only for him to pay and thank me in the most polite, normal sounding friendly accent and tone imaginable. This was not the guy on the phone. I got back in the car and put it into reverse. I drove back to the restaurant. The sky now pitch black. Every time I get a blocked call now, I won't pick up.
I used to do DoorDash on the side for some extra cash. This was in the summer of 2018 when it was a little bit newer, at least in my town it was. Since then I think they've made a lot of changes, but at the time it was a little unorganized. If you don't know what DoorDash is, it's like a food delivery service, typically for restaurants that don't deliver, think McDonald's, etc. Anyways, the one night I was doing deliveries all day, I decided to do my last delivery around 10pm. So I get an order in and the person wants a medium cheese and pepperoni pizza and loaded potato wedges from a pizzeria nearby. I was kind of wondering why they order from a pizzeria that delivers, but I figured it's because this place was notorious for taking forever when you order for delivery. I accepted the order and headed to the pizzeria. I got there and picked up the pizza, confirmed on the app that I picked everything up and was on my way. The app notified me of the special instructions that the customer asked for, which was to call them when I was outside. Okay, nothing unusual there. Lots of people ask that so they can come out to me. I get to their address and it's downtown. It's a larger apartment building and it's completely pitch black, and I instantly get an eerie feeling. So I pull to the curb, stay in the car, Hell no was I about to go near that building, and call the number. Luckily DoorDash has this thing that hides her actual phone number. It rings a couple times and this really creepy woman's voice comes on the line and says, We can't get to the phone right now. We're a little... T tied up. And then creepily giggles. Meanwhile the entire time in the background, there's another woman screaming. And I mean screaming for help and for her life. It even got louder as if the creepy woman was purposely putting the screaming woman on the phone. I instantly hung up and drove off real quick, not even knowing which direction to go. Luckily, there was a super popular restaurant a couple blocks away, and I pulled into the parking lot and pulled up the app. I was worried about getting in trouble for not being able to deliver this order, so I contacted DoorDash's help center, and they told me I had to wait 15 minutes to see if they'd call me or message me about their food. Well, they never called, and thank God for that. I'm sitting there in the parking lot of the restaurant telling my mom about it, and we agree that it's probably a prank, but that just in case it isn't, I need to call the police. So I called the non-emergency number and tell them everything. The police tell me they're going to do a wellness check, and actually thank me for calling them to tell them about it. I went home and nothing ever came of it, but I still think about them from time to time. I did get a free pizza and potato wedges though, so that was cool. Okay, let me tell the story about when I got robbed at gunpoint delivering Domino's Pizza. It's Syracuse, New York in maybe 1994, winter. Snow on the ground, of course. I'm one of the more experienced drivers. I know the city and I know what not to do. I make all the mistakes anyways. So in Syracuse, there are old houses everywhere, and they're big, often turned into four or five apartments into one house. It's not a particularly bad area, and this house is about two blocks from my apartment but there's no lights on, at all, in any apartment. Red flag. I go in anyways because I'm young and dumb. I go up to the second floor, the stairway goes up to a third floor, and there's a hallway that has a door on the left and a door at the end. This large pepperoni and 20 wings is going to the apartment at the end of the hall. I knock. No answer. The door on the left. I hear the deadbolt click. Someone just locked the door. I knock again. No answer. I hear the door on the third floor open. There's no lights but a window in the hallway where the stairs are. Someone comes down, so I turn around. Standing in front of me is a skinny kid wearing jeans, a big white hoodie, a blue bandana across his face like he's Jesse James robbing the 312 to Yuma. 
and a big-ass shiny revolver in both his hands. But it's not pointed at me. It's pointed at the ground, but in my direction. I'm looking at him blankly, and he says, Give me your money. I said, what? I didn't really know what to say. I couldn't believe this was real. I wasn't scared, more so confused. I say, what? He comes out here and backs up. I move on to the stair area of the landing out of the hallway. Give me your money. Do you want the pizza? What? Do you want the pizza? No. Give me your money. I put the pizza and the wings down and pull out the wad of mostly ones and fives that I would later learn is exactly $52. I show him the money and start flipping the bills. One by one, I'm flipping through the bills, showing them. I don't know why I was doing it. Honestly, I think I was trying to buy time, but I wasn't sure for what. I'm flipping. He's inching closer and closer to me, eyes on the money. The gun is now maybe a foot from my left leg. I distinctly remember thinking to myself, twice, Am I going to do it? Am I going to do it? Right then, he makes the decision for me. He grabs the money with one hand, and with both hands, I grab the barrel of the gun and push him up and back against the wall of the landing. At this point, a little background is in order. I'm about six foot and 165 pounds at this point. I would go to a ninjutsu gym twice a day, and have been for a long time. Our sensei made us do crazy things for conditioning, like running in the parking lot with broken glass barefoot. Dumb shit. I wasn't a badass, but the important part is I thought I was. I instantly gauged the strength of this guy with the gun. I got him. I can easily win this fight. But do I pull a John Wick and make short work of him? No. I say, drop the gun. We're wrestling back and forth what seems like forever, but it was probably about 10 seconds. I say drop the gun. He says it's cocked and it's going to go off. We stop struggling so I can verify this. It is indeed cocked. So I put one of my hands in between the hammer and the chamber. The gun can't fire now. The trigger is now pulled, and the hammer will get my hand instead of the bullet in the chamber, and nothing will happen. So we go back to struggling. And I say drop the gun. Drop the gun. After another ten second eternity, he says, It's empty. What? It's empty. I look. One of his hands is covering the end of the chamber, so I can see if there's any bullets or not. I say move your hand. What? I take one of the hands off the gun and touch his hand that's covering the chamber. Move this hand. Just then, the door from the third floor opens again. We both look up. A bigger guy in a triple fat down jacket is coming down the stairs, and the light from the window makes his knife real shiny. Dude with a gun says, Get this hard-ass bitch off me. I let go of the gun, put my hands up, and guy with the knife grabs my chest while holding the knife in the air and growls. Growled, I... I don't know how else to describe it, he growled. Guy with the gun hits me on the head with the barrel of the gun, but I'm so amped I feel nothing. Knife guy let go and goes downstairs. I figured he's going to slash my tires. The money is all over the floor. Gun guy starts picking it up and tells me to get out of here. I ask him if he wants the pizza. No. Here comes the part I didn't tell the cops or anyone else. As he's picking up the money, remembering I still never found out if there are any bullets in the gun, I'm getting the pizza and wings. He explains that he robbed me because he has a baby, and he needs pampers. He apologizes. I say it's fine. The whole thing is bizarre. I go down to my car, and knife guy is gone. My car is fine. I go back to the store. I'm bleeding from my forehead, but I still don't feel it. And I explain most of what happened. 
The cops come and take me back to the house and pull people out for me to identify. I barely look. I'm not turning him in. Domino's figures out I had $52 and $29 of it was my tips from that night so far. They gave me $29 and I go home. There was a story in the paper about it and they published my address in the paper. What the fuck? I tell my sensei about it, he says I'm crazy. Everyone agrees. Moral of the story is, I didn't have the eye of the tiger just to end the fight immediately. And I'm glad I didn't, because even if he was lying about the pampers, he needed that money more than Domino's did. And I got a crazy story out of it.